Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to this special one-shot of Bone Thrower's Theater, playing Kids on Brooms. My name is Aaron, and I'm playing Adric Lindsay. I'm Jeff, and I'm playing Argon Marks. I'm Johnny, and I'm playing Quine Bishop. I'm Jeremy, playing Raphael Tanner. And I'm Jordan, and I am... Evil. <laughs> the Game Master. Same thing. So previously, on the last episode, you all participated in a magical ritual involving a pentagram and a cauldron and some blood. Uh, eh, that's not we interrupted and just... We interrupted. And messed up. Postponed it. <laughs> we disbanded. You did tricks on brooms, because this is kids on brooms. Mm-hmm. Had a pumpkin heist. <laughs> you stole a pumpkin? I stole a pumpkin. <laughs> and we grew the pumpkin. We grew the pumpkin. And you did some research. We did some research. Yeah. Now we're going to tell. That is the plan. Ooh, she's stealing. <laughs> 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 All right, who wants to go first? Doom. You want Doom to go first? No. He Pum- wants to pronounce Doom first. Pumpkin falls, everybody dies. <laughs> so you're going to announce Doom. One of us is going to the headmaster. Raph's going to go to the faculty member that's in charge of it. Which I'm assuming, since we needed help in with the herbology, which kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that's also to recognize that this is not the same pumpkin. All right. And I guess I'll go to the headmaster, since we can't expect Pretty Boy to do it. Maybe he'll take care of Robin. Sure, since you have no tact. He's declaring doom. He's obviously the one that would declare doom. It's not the first time I've declared doom around here. <laughs> or in our play sessions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and start with meeting with the faculty <clears throat> advisor for the committee. That is Professor Plummer. So yes, you are going to go see Professor, Professor Plummer. Plummer, who is working in the uh, greenhouse. Making sure that like the summer plants are ready to go. Very interesting greenhouse. They have a small apiary in the in the greenhouse too. You want to make sure that the flowers are properly pollinated. Exactly. So anyway, Professor Plummer in the greenhouse with an apiary. <laughs> Mr. Tuner. <laughs> good to see you. Um, I don't know if it's good. I, I've got something to report. All right. Well, maybe you can help me while I pot these plants real quick. We want to make sure that these uh, these orchids go in nicely. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know the last time you've been out to the, the pumpkin patch. Uh, I was out there Monday, actually. Well, that's that's like the beginning of the week. It's like Saturday now. Well, so it's almost a week ago. Um, there was something noticeably missing. You don't say. And I was told that you had 
Ludmilla in your class? Uh, yes. A roommate said she hasn't been around. I'll have to ask my RA to look at the, the attendance roster, but I'm not 100% sure I saw her this week. Well, her roommate hasn't seen her a bunch. So that's sort of what I'm reporting, and it's going to sound kind of crazy. But the giant pumpkin was stolen. That is unusual. And have reason to believe that she has gotten herself somehow mixed up in dealings with a former student that has presumably died, Jack Heron. It's a tragic story. Professor Plummer stops potting plants, pondering the possibilities. (laughs) (laughs) Soliloquy on P, are we? Postulating potential problems. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Plummer pauses potting plants. Posthumously? (laughs) You tell me! Professor takes off their gloves, puts them down, grabs a stool, pulls it up, sits down. It's paying full attention to you now. So we only recently learned of Jack Heron, but apparently, according to Dahlia, Ludmilla is claiming that Jack is her boyfriend and has been speaking to her father about Jack and going off to the library to see Jack. We believe that Ludmilla is planning to do something at the fall ball. She's talking to her father about Jack Heron? That's what her roommate said. Because we were told to go get the pumpkin when we noticed that it was missing and then tried to track it down and discovered all this. So it isn't just a prank, you don't think? I don't think so. So Ludmilla is talking to her father about Jack. I should have seen that coming. It's a real tragic story. So apparently... Jack isn't dead. Oh no, he died. His soul definitely left his body. So, there's several of us that think that something really bad is going to happen at this ball. And that the pumpkin was stolen to be a vehicle of some sort for that destruction, mayhem, whatever. Well, the librarians can put another, we can put guards on the doors, make sure that nothing comes through during the well, ever. <laughs> ever. Have you talked to Headmaster Joseph about this? I have not. I think someone else from our committee was going to. All right. Well, I think I will need to consult with him as well, and also with the head of the librarians. I appreciate you taking the time to tell me about this. After you excuse me, these orchids need to get their roots into something deeper. And then Raph, I guess, is then going to go out to listen to the doomsday, doomsday speech. So how do you want to declare doom and gloom? Do you want to get yourself a nice uh, sign? Yeah, I'm thinking a box to stand on and waiting till about lunchtime. What day is today? Saturday. 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 Yeah, waiting till I know it's going to be nice and busy out on the quad. Well, lunchtime is about the same time where we're out putting the, making the pumpkin grow. So. so shortly after that, then... So, did you know that a a significant portion of the uh, student body has a nickname for you? What's that nickname? Broom and Gloom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay with that. 
And I'm going to start... I have seen the end for you. Yes. You. Your end. And I'm pointing at someone who's walking by. Your end will come tomorrow. And yours. And yours. Stay away from the pumpkin ball. (laughs) Aren't you on the committee? Stay away (laughs) from the pumpkin ball. He can't even get the name of the ball right, and he's on the committee. What's it called? All Hallows Eve. No, I like that you're calling it the pumpkin ball. Because <laughs> it's like so damn preoccupied with it. Death will fall on all who show up. Except for you. You're allowed to go. <laughs> <laughs> and then get a little cryptic about... He who used to come here and is now gone will be back. There's going to be an alumni group coming back? Trying to figure out what in the world you mean. Jack Heron is coming back. Who? So again, I'm on a I'm on like a soapbox thing. Yes. I am speaking to everybody as they're walking by. So yes. is there actually somebody stopping and talking to me? Yeah, there are it? people who are asking you as they pass by and, and Okay, like so they're that. just passing by yes. and not Well then I'm just gonna keep yelling out doom and gloom. Everyone who shows up to the to the ball is going to die. Jack Heron will come and kill everyone. Yeah, what's Jim Pelican gonna do? And I keep... I mean, I'm assuming that would be, might be a grip roll. Yes. To, uh, to keep preaching even when I'm getting heckled. And knock you off your soapbox quick. Jim Pelican isn't coming. It's Jack Heron. What about Fred Eagle? I don't know of a Fred Eagle. So you don't care. You're just going to come and die anyway. Okay. Fair enough. What do you guys have planned on the menu? Uh, death and destruction. <laughs> Cats and dogs living together. <laughs> Pandemonium. So I imagine while you're doing your own doom and gloom, Argon, you, do you want to go talk to Robin? Yeah. We'll go talk to Robin. Bonsky. So Robin is in is in the the gym finalizing some some decorations. Hey, Robin. How's it going? Well, it depends on where the pumpkin is. It'll be here. Don't worry. It's already there. Well, a pumpkin's there. The pumpkin will be there. Don't worry. Pumpkin's being taken care of. It may look a little different, but it'll be good. Oh, my God. Did you, like, drop it off the back of the cargo or something? No, no, no. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. The pumpkin is safe, sound, all in one piece, it's in place. So, there's this issue, right? Where the pumpkin that was supposed to be in place was stolen. But we have one in place. What? That pumpkin, it, it was charmed to grow 780 pounds. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. It was supposed to be like... This big thing. Like someone back a Mack truck up and load up the pumpkin? No, they... They, they get a, a one-eyed ogre to come and lift it out of the plot and... No, you, you see, here's what happened. Okay. I'm using my charm. No, I'm not. <laughs> I rolled a four. What happened was there's this 
crazy girl, right? You know her. She keeps trying to get on this committee, this uh, Lumilla, right? So she keeps trying to get on this committee, but they keep knocking her off. Oh, this is saying, Chicago mob style. Saying, no thanks, we don't want you, right? Anyways, she stole the pumpkin and took it to the library. She stole the pumpkin. She stole the pumpkin and it, took it to the library. And took it to the library. Where she's talking to some dead guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and supposedly he's going to come back to life using a pumpkin for some doom and gloom thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the guys I've been working with said that this was going to happen. And they told me to come talk to you. I don't really know. You don't believe a word I'm saying, do you? The pumpkin's going to look different because somebody stole it, took it to the library, and showed it to some books written by old no, no, dead no. people. No, gave the pumpkin to a dead dude in a realm of demons, plant demons. In the library. In the library. In the secret tunnel of the basement of the library. <laughs> this is me failing at my charm. <laughs> I know. Look, Marks. I don't really have time for your wise guy BS that you normally do. I'm trying to actually get this accomplished. This is my last year here, and if this ball doesn't go exactly like it's supposed to do, I will feel like my entire academic career is ruined. Ruined. And do you know who I'm going to blame? Lou Miller, yeah. Blame Lou Miller. No, she's, she is not on this committee. Yeah, but she stole the pumpkin. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody stole the pumpkin. I think that you dropped it off the back of a trailer trying to move it. No, come look. See, no, we have a pumpkin. That pumpkin looks like a poodle. It doesn't look like a poodle. It may look like the poodle of pumpkins, but that's because it is. It was specially grown. For this, that does not—that is not the pumpkin that I worked with Professor Plummer on. I was growing a pachyderm of a pumpkin. This is a, this is a this pipsqueak is a, of a pumpkin. This is a pachyderm of a pumpkin. It only look at it growing. It looks like it only weighs like forty-five pounds compared to seven hundred and eighty. It's still growing. Don't don't worry. It'll be big enough. I hope it'll be big enough. It should be big enough. I promise you, it'll be big enough. All right, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> no. You turn, turn around. Nope, nope, nope. Just keeps going. Doesn't say anything. Just walks out. Robin, like, runs in front of you and puts her hands on your chest. Oh, it's not like that, huh? Didn't know you felt that way. Grabbing her hands gently. <laughs> pulling on the charm. <laughs> With a five. No, she's she's really pretty angry at you. Are you guys outside of the front of the gym yet? Or the area yet? Sure. And Duh. she sees another member of the committee standing on a soapbox, Duh. screaming doom. Yes, you're going to die. See, see, I'm not the only one. He was helping you. You guys. He can testify. Pumpkin missing library. Doom gloom. He's yelling it right now. 
Listen, he's he's talking about this Jack guy. The end of your academic career is coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I pointed at her. Oh, because I'm using some uh, oh. intuitive. Ah. Raph is walking by with somebody else trying to convince him of what's going on to be actually true. Argon, you hear him say, it's like, look, he's not even asking for money this time. You know it's got to be real. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I'm telling you, it's not just me. Everyone I was working with yesterday is witness to this. Even the little kid. What's his name? Quine. He knows about it, too. But believe me or not, truth is truth. You're right. I don't believe you. And I know what is the truth, and you're not shilling it. You don't know the truth. I told you the truth, and you didn't believe the truth. All I can do is tell you the truth. Whatever. I'm going back inside. I've got enough work to do without slackers and freeloaders like you hanging onto my coattails. All right. See ya. (laughs) Headmaster. Headmaster. Theodore Joseph, the scryer. Yes. The door is open, Quine. Yes, just... Um, we, we have yes, I, yes, I know. You know? Mm-hmm. Know about... Uh, what's her name? Taking the pumpkin? The pumpkin. Yes. You know, the pumpkin that was for the party that's going to happen tomorrow night? Confusion intensifies. <laughs> Go on. Well, uh, what's her name? Uh, L- 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 Ludmilla. She has stolen the pumpkin... And we tracked it down, but we believe that she's taking it to Jack, somebody, that has to do with uh, demon plants. He died 20 years ago. I think that's what they told me. Yes. He used to be a student here, and he was trying to make plants that could think, and he died because it was demons. And Lumilla was talking to him and took the pumpkin to him. And we think that they're going to cause trouble at the party tomorrow. Because Ludmilla stole a pumpkin that nearly weighs 800 pounds. Yes. Used an anti-gravity spell. And took it to... Library basement. The library. Edric saw a, a vision of her going to a door with a sign. Do you mean Adric? Yeah. <laughs> Remind me again what Adric can do. He sees the future, is that right? Well, he saw this in a, in a scrying bowl. So it wasn't one of his uh, his visions of the future. It was, he was scrying and saw it. This is a one very confusing story. If you want, I can start at the beginning again and go slower. No, I think I think I have enough information. All right. Well, thank you for telling me. And, yeah, we wanted to make sure somebody was looking out so nobody got hurt tomorrow during the party. Okay. Is there anything I can do to help? I don't think so at the moment. Um, we will go ahead and let the grown-ups do some investigating. Thank you for telling that, me. That's why, because we know you know a lot more than us. Yeah, I leave. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Do you ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? Do you ever wonder why Superman wears his underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock! And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions. 
This is a full spoiler podcast, and we swear a lot. Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV, movies, and comic book culture curators. Boom. Jockandnerd.com. Jockandnerd! We returned. So, Robin wasn't that receptive. People on the quad seem to think you're a quack. Kind of a quack. Professor Plummer said that she was going to talk to the librarians, and you kind of got the feeling that maybe the headmaster was being a little condescending towards yes. you. You know my opinion? Leave them to their doom. I, for one, am not going to the party. Well, I, for one, am not messing this party, no matter what kind of weirdo shows up. You know, you could always use your basketball parkour skills to fight it. <laughs> to get away if need be. So what do you all want to do? I'm going to go get ready for the party. Oh, after I tell Quine to make sure that his potion is enough to make this pumpkin large enough. Oh, yeah, it is. Go check on it. I made a double batch. May have needed to be quadrupled. It should be. Go check on it. Should be nearing 800 pounds by now. You should go check on it. Okay, I go check on it. It's growing a little too fast for its skin. Mm. The skin should be growing with it. Yeah, there must have been something off with the potion. It's starting to get protuberances where the skin of the pumpkin, the rind of the pumpkin, is looking rather thin. I need to create a potion to make it stop growing. That might not be a bad idea. Okay, I uh, run to the lab and I quickly uh, look up anything I can find about stop growing potions. Okay, go ahead and do a brain search. You don't find your brain. Oh, did I find a potion? You did find a potion, but it's going to take a while to actually put it together. I'm running out of time, buddy. Well, I start throwing things together. The part that takes time is the cooking time. Yep. So I can't speed that up, really. But So what's your costume while he's working on that? Here's two. My costume? Yes. Dick Tracy. It may not be a bad idea to be going as Dick Tracy. It's something that I can look slick in. So are you dressing in a costume, Adric? Oh, no. I'm not going. I'm standing outside the front, telling everybody they're all going to die. I'm trying to keep anybody I can away, because they're going to be squashed to death. They're going to be squashed to death. Or eaten, or exploded. And I'm really sad that you went right past my pun. Squashed. Oh, yeah. No. That. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. So good, we didn't even notice. <laughs> it was gorgeous. <laughs> How about you, Raffy? Raphael? Raffy's hanging around outside as well. But what about you? Well, I'm currently in the lab. That's right. Making a potion to make the pumpkin stop growing. And then after I make the pumpkin stop growing, I'm going to go uh, pack my stuff. Let's go ahead and ro- roll for your potion. Alright. What am I rolling? Brains. Aren't you trained in potions? Yes. So you get extra... So you get a plus. Plus two. Nine. Would you like to give me a token? Sure. That gives me another plus two. Congratulations. Your potion is made. I hurry it over to the pumpkin. Okay. And I go... Squirt, 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 squirt. And cover it up with the stop growth. Okay. You're able to stop the growth before it really starts to get oozy. Yeah. It's a near thing, though. It still has its skin. It's just very thin. Yes. But hey, it's a 
big pumpkin, several hundred pounds. Congratulations. You all are doing a great job. We accomplished our mission. So the party begins. You're still standing outside. What's it like in the party? Walking. Yeah. Doom. Dancing. Doom. Doom. <laughs> Drinking punch. Has, has anybody spiked the punch? Did you spike the punch? I didn't spike the punch. The magical thing about a magical flask that it's never empty. Yeah, you know, normal party stuff. There's a lot less teachers around than normal. Smoke, mirrors, magic, fireworks in the air. Well, Adric, as you're standing on the lawn, we should burst through the library, put a giant pumpkin. Hey, through the roof? Through the roof. The roof of the library. Across the corner. It's a 35, 40 foot pumpkin? Or is it a flying giant pumpkin? It's a giant flying pumpkin. Okay, so it's one single pumpkin that's flying. It is flying, but the library is also burning. Okay. Oh. Which is impressive because there are anti-inflammatory magic spells pretty much everywhere. So I actually go into the building and I say, You're all gonna die! Should have just made a shrinking spell. Shrinking potion. I asked. I should have made one. Nobody doesn't know any shrinking spells. I mean, yeah, sure. It doesn't count as a prepared action, but yes. Even better. Shrinky deepness. <sighs> I'm gonna jump on my broom, and I'm going to fly at the pumpkin. Okay. Sounds like a great idea. And I am going to cast a shrinking spell. Do you get any bonuses to magic spells while on a broom? I do. Uh, mechanical benefit of my broom, which is the cunning captain's cruiser, is that snap decisions count as planned decisions. Okay. Since uh, Raph was sort of hanging around outside, he would hop on the broom too. Okay, so yeah. we're going at this exactly. guy. Casting the spell. I'm going to help with my uh, dispelling okay. delicious magic. Oof. I got a 13. I got a 5. It's really bad. So you jump onto your broom. Your buddy Rafe jumps on his Raph, Raphael. And you both start charging this pumpkin. Yeah, you don't succeed. Okay. Here we go, combat. Okay. Your spell hits the pumpkin, and it seems to start getting a a bit smaller. You'll have to do more to to really get at it, but it does seem to be really distracted from its original goal of charging the party. Is there anybody riding on top of it? Yes. So are we having to dodge and leave? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Or... (laughs) I guess you get another one of these. So tendrils, like the vines, start shooting out of the pumpkin. And one catches the pole end, the end of the pole of your broom, and whack, knacks you, kilt over tea kettle, and you start spinning. Okay. You hit a tree that's in the middle of the, of the quad. Raffi, there are, there are vines coming at you as well. Can I see all this happening from my dormitory window? Yeah. Jack, get him! The, the other one on the broom, don't forget him! That sounds like Ludmilla. I want to uh, jump out my window onto my bird. Okay. And you're in the middle of the party. Yeah, I'm having fun. Yeah. Dancing, it, grooving. It. I want to remove Ludmilla from the pumpkin. Okay. Uh, do you get any kind of benefits for being on your broom? No, I do not. So, would this be fight? 
It would be fight. Excellent. And it's magical. Oof. I got a 22. All right, that's a hit. So Lunilla goes flying off of the crown of the pumpkin, and she starts shrieking, screaming as she's like flying through the air back towards the dormitories. I want to, there's two things I want to do. Okay. I want to create a, a really bright flash of light over top of the party. Okay. And I want to do something that will shut off the music. Okay. Like, even if it's, you know, just cut all the power. You could do an EMP burst? Yeah, something like something that. that. Magically speaking? Yes. That sounds like a magical prepared action. Something that you've probably practiced. Yeah. Fight? I would say so. 15. Cool. That'll do it. So yes, I want to shut off the music and set off a giant bright light to protect everybody's attention up into the sky. The more people we get fighting this thing, the better. Yeah. Someone's throwing off your growth, man. Dang. It's the pumpkin, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's the pumpkin. I go and I grab my broom. From the broom check? Mm-hmm. It's just a rock along the wall. The great pumpkin is coming! Minus fan pelt is in the middle. Quad. <laughs> yes, finally! I'm going to, I guess, try and fight it. Okay. Are you fighting with magic? Yes. Okay, four shy with you? Yep. Hey! Hey! So you have a lot of tokens. Plus an eight on the uh, eight sided deck. Eight plus three is eleven. Go ahead and roll your eight sider one more time. No, okay. Plus three is sixteen. Alright, that's just enough. Trying to punch a hole in the pumpkin. Like you want to fly right through it? Yeah. Shower guts everywhere. How fast is ramming speed? I thought in a ship, ramming speed is not fast. In a ship, it's not. Right. But you're not trying to go through something when you hit ram someone with a ship. Right. Right. I was using my magic to blast the hole. Then you're going to fly through it. Okay. Uh, Okay. That makes a lot more sense. All right. So you're able to bore a hole through the pumpkin. Blasting its innards all over the place. I burst through. Guts flying out after me. Uh, the trajectory begins taking a little bit more downward angle. Now there's chunks of pumpkin flying randomly. <laughs> Alright, then I swoop around. Got from the other angle. Doing the sweet trick. It looks like a giant ghost-like figure is emerging from the ruins of the pumpkin. So we have to kill a ghost now. And a pumpkin. Okay. Pumpkin's just really big and will kill people when it lands on them. Their fault. I warned them. Well, most of the pumpkin is meteored into the ground. There are now pumpkin craters in the tree. It's still kill you fall off. Big chunk like that fall on you. Oh yeah. Especially at the velocity. Yeah. I'm going to cast a bursting spell so that the rest of it bursts outward. The pumpkin. Yeah, the pumpkin. Okay. Not the ghost, because I don't know how to fight a ghost. Are there any of the other students jumping in on this fight? Yes. This is not as eventful. That's advantageous. Six? Seven. And are you adding any of those tokens? Sure. How many do I need? Three tokens. Three tokens? You blow up a pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saved everyone from the pumpkin. Now I'm even more like. There's a ghost. 
Okay, a giant ghost. Let's pause the bell tower. Are the teachers helping at all? Oh, yes. So they know how to fight the ghost. Mm-hmm. Is there, like, a class on ectomancy? I would imagine. So, we need to get whoever the ectomancy class is to fight the ghost. I haven't taken that course. Might be something that someone who was doing defense against harmful magics. Malicious. Malicious, malicious magic. It sounds like something a malicious magician defender with <laughs> upper class course. Alright. Yes, would this be fight? Yes, yes, it would be. So where is this ghost now? On the quad. He jumped off a giant pumpkin and fell to the earth and now it's ready to kill people. Well when the when the pumpkin exploded they could kill him. It was like an Easter egg. <laughs> it's a kinder egg. It's a ghost. Just wants to play with everybody. It's gonna fight it magically. With a eighteen. That would be a success. So you go ahead and you take your wand, I'm imagining. Yes. And you point it at the ghost. I'm still on my broom. Yes. So I'm swooping down swooping from down. up high as I go past the ghost. Ghost is away, I guess. And don't disperse him. And like it hits this being, and there's like this flash of green light, almost the same color as like the leaves that were on the pumpkin vines, which is kind of like when you think about it in terms of light, that's a really kind of sickly color. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. It lights everything up, and it it starts screaming and shouting. And it starts heading towards the herbology garden. Towards the pumpkin. Yes. I'm gonna do some crop dusting. Because in my bag, I have elements for a magical barrier. Okay. And I'm going to put up a barrier, magical barrier, between the ghost and the edge of the field. Okay. I would imagine, like, instead of just, like, a straight line, it's probably, like, a circular. So, like, you create a a ghost corral, essentially. Okay. That would be... That sounds pretty smart to me. Brains? Yeah. A four. I don't think I have enough. Some people could help you. What's the goal? I can get it up to nine. That's it. The goal is to contain it at the moment. I mean, what's the target? Yeah, target number. Oh, 15. I can get you to 11. I can get you to the rest of the Oh, okay. So we all swoop in. So you managed to do some crop dusting. And... You're able to create a, a relatively small area, and all of the teachers who have been busy, like helping put out the fire and make sure that the other students were safe and everything, all converge on it. And just this absolute light show of magic and pyrotechnics. And they and, break the barrier. No. They manage to <laughs> maintain the barrier, strengthen it, bolster it, and actually bring Jack Heron to rest. Whatever happened to uh, what's her face when she fell? Blood Nola? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were catching her. No. Oh. Well, she fell. I was making a flash of light in the sky and turning off the music. Well, she fell from how far up? Bell Tower height? Yeah. She's magical. 40 feet? She could have done something. No one could find Blood Nola. <gasps> and her father, Damien Egworth, takes the school to Magic Court for the wrongful death of his daughter. And that's it. It wasn't wrongful, it's her own fault. Death? What death? Where's the body? 
I will allow you guys to go around once and name one aftermath of your adventure tonight. We'll go ahead and start with Jack. For my daring and courageous actions during the fight, I am pronounced king of the uh, the fall king. The autumn king. The autumn king. Not the pumpkin king. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Adric? Uh, from now on, an extra course is added to every student's course load each year. It's a history of the Bronx Magic Academy. It's updated every, every year, and so we all have to learn all of the history of the school. Most years is boring. Oh, yeah. But just to make sure that we're aware of all of these crazy happenings and that way nobody forgets. Sounds good. Yep. Yours sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael. Raphael explores more of the tunnel and finds <laughs> Leonardo. <laughs> Donatello. <laughs> They're hanging out inside one of the doors. <laughs> we had pizza for dinner, too. <laughs> we did. No. Explores more of the tunnel and finds that, well, finds in one of the books labeled that one of the doors has a, most of the book is it is about removing curses. Yeah. Mm. That would have been helpful. Yeah. Cool. And you, Klein, as punishment for us breaking into the uh, tunnel, the headmaster assigns us the cleanup duty of the fire of the library. But he also apologizes to us for not believing us when we try to warn him. Scrying master he is. Yeah. Right? He was busy. He was trying to deal with Damien. He was in a handful. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Bone Throwers Theater. Hope you enjoyed Kids on Brooms. I thought it was a very fun system. It has a lot of really cool things in it that I like. Yeah. I, I do like the different die sizes and everything. Um, and I, I like the re-roll aspects. And it gets a little fiddly at points. Um, I think this would benefit from having some charts or tables printed off in front of me. Mm-hmm. Didn't really get a chance to do that. I might make myself a, a, a or even a GM screen. I have a, I have a GM screen I can slide things into it down yeah. there. So I might do that. But other than that, I thought it was a fun system. I would definitely play it again. Yeah, same. Yeah. You reminded me of a book that Hannah loves on our audible shop, The Mistwood School of Music, music Craft. Oh, nice. I mean, the whole world, everybody knows about magic, but all the magic is controlled through music. Mm. Mm. That sounds really cool. I mean, there's we only played really one side of it too, because we never went outside of the mu- magical. Yeah, I say musical, <laughs> magical realm. We didn't do anything actually in the Bronx. No, we right. didn't. Right. Which would have been a whole different flavor of yes story. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening, and uh, until next time, have a good one. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. 
You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.